Welcome to the Marketing That Leads podcast. I'm your host, Anita, a travel obsessed writer who loves all things online business. I'm in a mission to help coaches, course creators, and service providers create and grow businesses that lead to more income, impact, and freedom. I believe using evergreen and automated strategies such as blog, SEO, and Pinterest marketing is how you can become visible 24-7 with ease. In fact, I bring seven-figure traffic to my website on autopilot and I'll show you how you can do the same. I'll teach you how to master marketing that leads to more free time, more traffic, more visibility, and ultimately more sales. Alrighty, let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of the Marketing That Leads podcast. Today we're going to be talking about something not so sexy, but very, very important if you want to grow and scale your business. I've had to learn the hard way on this. So today's topic is going to be the three data points that you must track in your business. Now, these are really important, these three things that I'm going to share with you, because they allow you to know what's working so that you can do more of what is working and also see any potential potholes or leaks in your bucket when it comes to your business. Now, this is actually not just like a marketing topic. This is like the entire back end of your business and how to really tell what is doing well, and how to do more of that. So why is tracking so important? You probably know already, but you don't know if you don't track. That is one of my best quotes when it comes to data and tracking. You simply don't know what is working and what is not if you are not actually tracking the actual numbers and data in your business. We can definitely guess, like we can think, Oh yeah, I think this bootcamp event is working, but until I actually look at the numbers, the conversions, the conversion rate for the opt-in page, the conversion rate of people showing up, the conversion rate from the people who registered for bootcamp compared to the people who showed up, compared to the people who actually enrolled in my course, like we need to know the actual numbers and data to really see what is working. And this is one of the things I think some people struggle with a lot is the kind of analytical side of business. However, if you want to run a successful business and you want to grow and scale, it is really important that you take some time to set these data points up and to start tracking if you haven't already. And if you have been tracking, making sure that you're not only taking that first step of tracking, but also taking that second step, which is analyzing the data. As I said, it's not so sexy, but it is really important if you do want to make more money. And that, in fact, is sexy. The first thing that I recommend having set up is something that I like to call new customer data. What I have in the back end of my business, every time someone purchases a course, a digital product, whatever that is, VIP day, then that information is being sent to a Google sheet that we have. And I get my lovely VA to go in and fill in the blanks within this spreadsheet. Let me give you a little rundown of what data we like to track within this spreadsheet so that we can see an overview of who are the people that are coming into and purchasing the courses and so on. First of all, we have their name, we have their email, of course, we have the date that they purchased something, we have what did they purchase. We also have a column that's like, did they get the upsell or did they get the uh, checkout bump offer? 
in a lot of our checkouts, nearly all of them, we have a bump offer where they can add onto their cart a smaller product. For example, for my blog course, we have a bump offer where you can actually get access to a workshop where you'll be able to plan a quarter's worth of blog posts. And that product is really, really valuable. And we allow people to get it for a very, very low price for what you actually get. So that's the only opportunity that they can get it for that price and they can check the tick box and they can add it onto their order when they are purchasing Blog Traffic Machine. And then we also have a upsell. So once they have gone through like the checkout, they then get taken to an upsell page where they can um, upgrade basically their their experience and they can get a customized repurposing system that I will actually build out for them. So we have those two things in place within my business. And what we like to track within this Google spreadsheet is basically, did they get the bump offer and did they get the upsell? Because then I can track, all right, like how many people did get the upsell for this offer? How many people did actually get the checkout bump? What's the conversion rate like for that? Do we need to possibly tweak the copy? Do we need to offer something else that's a little bit more aligned with the offer? We also have a column where it says, when did they join my list? When did they join my email list? So I like to see this data because it allows me to see how long someone is on my email list before they purchase. We also like to track if they paid in full or if they did a payment plan. We only have a payment plan on our two signature courses, Blog Traffic Machine and Passive Profit with Pinterest. And I do like to track if they did get the payment plan versus the pay in full because that can also tell me, all right, if more people are getting the, the payment plan, is there something that we can offer with the pay in full so that we can get more pay in fulls, right? We also like to track where they are in the world, so which country. Now, sometimes this is not always the easiest to track, but if they do follow us on Instagram or they maybe joined an event or I just know or my team knows from talking to them where they are in the world, then we can put their country. We do have an option where we can just put like we don't know and we can always come and come back and fill that out once we get to know them a little bit within our courses. We also have a column that asks which freebies did they download? So did they come from a freebie that we have or did they not? Which ones did they download? How many freebies did they download before they actually decided to purchase the course or the product. We also have a column where we we jot down any events that they have attended. So I do live boot camps about four times per year. And I like to see if people who purchase actually attended one of our previous boot camps or not. Maybe they're totally new to my space and that means that I'm doing something good in the marketing space if they haven't attended a, a live event already. Also, we like to track what business they have. So are they a coach? Are they a course creator? Again, sometimes this is a little bit hard to track because we don't necessarily have this information. However, again, if I know them personally or if my team has been talking to them, if they have filled out a, a new student questionnaire that we have also in one of our courses, then we can get to know that information. Another thing I like to track within the spreadsheet is how did they close? So did they click an email and then they brought from that email? Did they come from an Instagram story? Did they come from a blog post? Where did they come? How did they close that sale? Most of our sales are actually closed with email, which is fantastic. And it's really easy to track that because we can have a look at um, ActiveCampaign 
and we can see right they clicked the this email and then five minutes later they purchased that means that the email really closed them and then the last thing that I like to track is how do they find me in the first place so this is actually a question that I ask in our new student forms that we have I do ask what business do they have what made you purchase? What was the final thing? Was it an Instagram story? Was it a email? Was it a this, that? But also we do ask, how did you find me in the first place? And this is just really interesting for me to know, again, what is working with our marketing and what is not, what we maybe need to do a bit more of because that is definitely working. So that is really great information to track as well. So again, with this new customer data spreadsheet, we get a lot of this information from the back end of Active Campaign, but also from our new student forms. So we make sure that every course that we have in new student forms, they ask them just some simple questions. And that really allows us to know more about our customer, but also it allows me to have some really good market research as well, because within those new student forms, I ask them, what are you struggling with when it comes to Pinterest? And what took you over the line when it came to this course? Like, why did you purchase this course in the first place? What was the thing that did it for you? And then this information is incredibly valuable as a business owner. So I highly recommend if you're not doing um, a new student form for your courses, definitely do it because it is fantastic. It gets us to know more about our customer on a personal level as well and connect with them. Okay, that was the first data point that we like to track is our new customer data Google Sheet. All right, the next one is launch stats. Now, this might be a little bit obvious, but the amount of times that I've talked to someone who has done a launch and doesn't know like the nitty gritty of their numbers, they just know the kind of main ones, is shocking because the numbers can tell us a lot again. What I do is I have a Google Sheet. I find that Google Sheets is the best way to track this sort of stuff. But basically I have a Google Sheet where we have, first of all, a overview of all the launches that we have done for blog traffic machine. So it gives us like the basic numbers. But then for each launch, we have a different tab on that sheet that goes deeper. Okay, so on the overview, we have some of the, the bigger numbers, like um, what was the conversion rate for each of the opt-in pages? What was the Facebook ad cost? What was the cost per click? What was the cost per lead? How many sales did we make? How many downsell sales did we make? How much profit? That type of thing. So the, the bigger numbers. So within this other tab that goes deeper, we again have just like a few different columns or maybe more than a few, maybe six or seven or eight columns where we're just tracking some, some data. So again, we put their name. We don't need their email. We have that in the new customer data, but I like to put their name. I also like to put um, in the next column, what day did they join in the launch? Now, I love to track this because... If you've done a launch before, you know about the launch scaries. Sometimes you get to the last day of your launch or the second to last day, or actually the middle of your launch. I feel like that's the hardest because normally that's when things are pretty quiet and you're just twiddling your thumbs and you're like, I don't know if this is normal or not. If you track the data and see when people purchase and when people actually join the course or your program, this can really uh, do good for my energy because I can have a look at my previous launches and say, all right, I know from the data that most people join on day one, two, and then on the last two days. 
And so I can expect that in the middle of this launch, it's probably going to be quiet. And so I don't need to stress about it because this is totally normal. This has happened for every single one of my launches. So I do like to track which day. So day one, day two, day three, day four, I normally do five or six day launches. So I like to track which uh, day that they joined. Then I like to track if they paid in full or if they did a payment plan, where they're from, if I'm able to track that. This is actually really important for Facebook ads as well, because actually I'll tell you a little story. So I was doing Facebook ads and I was targeting a whole lot of different countries in Europe and as well as the US, Australia, New Zealand. And I found that most of my customers were actually coming from the US and Canada and no customers were coming from New Zealand or some like select countries that I picked in Europe. And so I turned the Europe ones and the New Zealand ones off because they were costing me a lot of money. And then I just solely focused on the US and Canada and I think Australia as well and maybe the UK. And that allowed to get my cost per lead down because I was targeting the right people. So this just is really great for Facebook ads, but also just to know as well. Also, I take note if they got the bump offer at checkout and the upsell. Also, did they register for their bootcamp? So I do bootcamp events when I launch. So I like to note, did they register for the bootcamp? And also, did they attend the bootcamp? Did I actually see them show up? I take note of this. When I'm doing a bootcamp live event, I'm very interactive with the chat. I like chatting with people, talking with people, interacting while I'm teaching. And so I know when people show up, like I remember their names, I know who they are. And so I like to see and just take a note, did they actually even come live? Did they possibly watch the replay and leave a comment like hashtag replay? That's just really interesting for me to know because let's say that I did a launch and a lot of the people didn't actually even register for the event. Well, that actually tells me that maybe my emails, my marketing is great, but my bootcamp launch event could be better. So that's when I would know, all right, let me tweak that. Um, also, previously, I did a waitlist. So I would track whether in a waitlist or not. I don't necessarily track this anymore because I don't do a waitlist. And also, how did they get on my email list? So if I can see that they came straight into the bootcamp event and they haven't joined anything else, then probably they came from one of my Facebook ads. So I can just jot that down as well. So that is the second thing that I track very much in depth is the launch stats, the launch data. And then some other data things that I do track within my launch debrief is like, what did each checkout conversion look like? How many page views did we get to the checkouts? How many people actually, you know, clicked the checkout button? How many people watched the videos, the replays of the bootcamp event? Like we track so much more than this from what I'm talking about in this episode, but I just wanted to give you an overview of um, the biggest things that we do track that are really helpful for me to know. All right, so the third thing that we track, we track all of our marketing stats. And if you're not doing this already, if you are just simply logging into Instagram once a month and looking at what Instagram is giving you, then I recommend having some place where you're putting the actual numbers so that you can see from month to month and the previous year in the same month what that data looks like. So we have in Asana, we have a board for our podcast stats, social media stats, our website analytics, email, Pinterest, TikTok, and we also have a Facebook group for my travel side of things. And so I track all of that data separately within Asana. And 
actually, I was having a conversation uh, with my Pinterest girl. So she's been creating content and helping me with that over the last few months. And we had a little bit of a meeting yesterday and she wanted to know, like, how are things going? I can see there's a little bit of a dip in your Pinterest. And I was explaining to her that this is very normal. My business, on my travel business, it's very seasonal. So I talk about Albania a lot, which is a country that is super popular in the summer. But in the winter months, there's not so much traffic. And so I was explaining to her, if you look at the data points of last year of 2022, you can see that there was a natural dip when it came to September, October, and then it goes back up in like March and April. So we can see from the data that this is a normal seasonal change. And we can also look at the outbound clicks from September or from October where we're looking at compared to the previous year. So the same month, but the previous year. And we found that we were up in terms of outbound clicks, which means that our strategy, our content is working and we're actively gaining more people, more outbound clicks on Pinterest, which is fantastic. So you wouldn't know that information if you don't track that somewhere, because once you're able to look at the bird's eye view of these, of these analytics, you're able to make the best decisions in your business. And you're able to plan more in advance as well. Because I already know that we have a seasonal change in traffic on Pinterest and on one of our blogs, I can now think, all right, how can I make the seasonal change like less like falling off a cliff, right? So I'm thinking more about, all right, let's create some content on New Zealand and Southeast Asia. Because when Albania is not popular, that side of the world is popular. That's when people are traveling to New Zealand and Southeast Asia and Australia. So we can create some content around those destinations and then we should not see a huge dip after September. We should gradually build a content plan or content bank that is not so seasonal and that is all year round. So I definitely recommend tracking all of your marketing and it is really, really important to do this. I know it may be boring. If you have a VA, you can definitely get them to do this every single month. And honestly, it doesn't take that long to track this stuff, but it can help you make some really good decisions in your business when it comes to marketing. And it'll allow you to scale faster in your business. Okay, so those were the three data points that you must track in your business and that we do. We track these every single day. Well, our marketing ones, we track every single month. But I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram. And Anita, uh, I can't talk today. <laughs> it's 8am when I'm recording this. I just felt inspired to record. So excuse me if I misspeak. But reach out to me on Instagram, anitadykstra.co. Come chat with me. Come ask me questions. I would be happy to answer them. And I will chat to you in the next episode. Bye.